Let's get to the book of Luke, amen, chapter 1. And the Bible says this. It says, And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. I want you to underline that for those of you who like to take notes. Thou that art highly favored. And underline this too. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou, blessed art thou among women. And when he saw him, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. In other words, she was troubled by the announcement. She was troubled by the words that the angel was saying to her. Amen. This gesture of words that he was speaking to her. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, I want you to remember this, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? I want to stop right there and then we'll continue on with some more of that scripture. Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for another morning full of your presence, full of your spirit, Lord. Father, we thank you for just joining us this morning, Lord. Father, I ask that your presence and your spirit, Lord God, your anointing will be amongst your people this morning, that every ear and every understanding, Lord God, would hear this message, Lord. This message, Lord God, that you've given me to preach to your people, Jesus, that you do things a little different. Father, I just pray, Lord God, that a blessing and that a word of encouragement will come amongst all of us here today and that it would saturate every vessel, Lord. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated, church. You may be seated. Church, God has been giving me this word. He's been speaking to me for quite some time. I want to say two or three weeks ago, God put in my mind, I do things a little different. Amen. And I do things a little different, Greg. He said, quit thinking the way you think because I don't do things the way you want them to be done. I do things differently. Amen. And sometimes it's hard, amen, for us to understand just what God is doing because he does them so differently. Amen. Do you all agree? Amen. He does things different. And when he's doing these things differently in our lives, it's hard for us to concept what he's, what's going on or what's going to happen. What's going to come from this? Amen. So God does things different. In so many ways, we are created in his image. Amen. Amen. We are created in his image. But when it comes to accomplishing something in our lives or the lives of others, God does it differently. We know that his ways are not our ways. Amen. Right, amen. And his thoughts are not our thoughts. Amen. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, God says, or Isaiah says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. And he's, he's, he's quoting what the Lord is saying to him, amen. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher, amen, than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, yeah. amen. And my thoughts than your thoughts, amen. But even though his ways and thoughts are not like ours, amen, and come from a higher purpose, as we just read, 
God still has plans to prosper each and every one of you. Amen? I love hearing that. When God has plans to prosper his people, I get encouraged myself. Because times can be difficult. Things can be hard, amen? Life brings us struggles, right? It brings trials. But on the other side of that, there's triumph, amen? Amen. So the Lord brings us prosperity, amen? But how and when, amen, is always the question we ask. In Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. We know in other versions, in other versions it says that he will prosper us, amen, and he knows the plans for us, amen, and that he has for us an expected end, and that is all good, all good things, but yet we struggle sometimes when, when life just hits us, yes. amen. We get everything thrown at us, like the kitchen sink, everything you can think of, and things begin to get difficult, and it's hard to understand what God is doing in our lives because he does things so differently, Amen. And how he goes about it is so different from how we would want it to happen. How we would want things to go. Amen. And we tend to struggle with that. And we fight and we wrestle with what God wants from us. And it's hard to stay the course. It's hard to stay the course. Amen. Because things aren't going the way we want them to go. And because the Lord is is doing something different in our lives and we can't understand it or comprehend it, we begin to get discouraged, amen. But I came to tell somebody today that if something's going on different in your life, just hold on. Because there's a blessing on the other side of it, amen. Amen. And when you're faced with resistance, amen, it's building resilience in your life, amen. I know this ain't a resilient service, but I know that each and every one of you has dealt with some resistance in your life. Some of us have been dealt some, some difficult situations, amen, and the cards that have been dealt our way are just not the ones we'd want, amen? But God told me to tell you today to just hang on and stay the course, amen. because although it may seem different, and although those difficulties and those struggles seem, seem hard today, stay the course, because right on the other side of it is a blessing, yeah. and that you're highly favored, amen. that your grace His grace, I'm sorry, His grace, amen, is over you. Amen? So it's hard for us to deal with these things. It's hard for us to deal with how things are going in our lives. And we don't think God's there. We don't think God's listening. Or God's maybe asking you to, you know, stop doing what you've been doing. Try something different, like serving me. And you're like, what? Lord, you want me to serve you? This is, this is the worst time in my life, and I, I got so many things going on in my life that I need to focus on, and you're telling me to forget those and to serve you? How do you want me to do these things, Lord? I don't get it. Don't you want me to focus on the things that I need to build in my life to become better? Amen. He said, no, I'll take care of that. I do things a little different. He said, don't worry about it. You just serve me. You just serve my kingdom, and I'll take care of all of that that you're worried about. He said, leave your worries behind, amen? Because we are habitual beings, amen? And God loves, us, loves to do things differently. We naturally struggle with understanding just how God, just how God and when God will or would have us do something in our lives. The simple fact that it's different to us and seems impossible to fathom, we tend to stir up past experiences, amen? Right. 
How many of us have that happen in our lives? Amen. God does something different or we're going through a struggle. Something's going on in our lives and we, stand, we, we tend to replay things in our past and our minds. And we're like, God, wait, 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 wait. The last time this happened, it didn't end well. The last time this happened to me, things didn't end the way I wanted them to end. Amen. But you're asking me now that I serve you, Lord, or now that I've given my life to you, Lord, that things will be different. But the, the way that they're going right now, they don't seem different. So, so well, I don't get it, Lord. I don't get it. So when and how are you going to make this happen? When and how are you going to do these things in my life? And when can I see it? And it's so hard for us to see things that aren't there, amen? It's so hard for some people to not believe in a God that they can't see, amen? But when you've experienced how God can move in your life or in a family member's life, amen, you know that, the, that God and his spirit is real, amen? And you know that there's something to cling on to, amen? And there's something to hold on to. But when you can't see it, it's so hard. It's so hard to understand, Amen? It's so hard to understand that God is working in our lives. And then in the background, he's moving and he's doing things. Amen? But we just got to stay the course. We still have to sow. Amen? In order to reap, we have to sow. Amen? And God, he's the Lord of the harvest. He'll provide. He's your provider. So the simple fact that it's different to us and seems impossible to fathom, we tend to stir up past experiences, thoughts, and emotions. Thoughts and emotions, amen? God, you know, know, I I want you to know something, church, that I don't hear the audible voice of God. God doesn't come to me and say, Brother Greg, you're going to preach today. God is different, all right? I don't hear God say that. You know when God talks to me? When I'm in my prayers and I'm in my thoughts, Amen. amen? That's when God connects with you. God connects with you in your thoughts. But I also warn you that so does the enemy. And so does the rest of the world. Amen. So be very careful on the thoughts and who's planted that thought in your mind. Okay. I just put that out there as a forewarning. Because a lot of times our emotions, amen, our emotions, oh, Lord knows how our emotions can take us in the wrong direction, let alone our thoughts. Amen. And we have to be careful. We have to be very careful because some of those thoughts and emotions can lead us to stop. Or to never begin taking the steps in the direction God has called us to go in. Amen. It's difficult. Especially when we see that God is doing something or God has told us to do something. He said, you know, he said, lay down your life. Lay down your life. For for him it is gain. Amen. For us it is gain. He tells us to lay down your life. Pick up your cross and walk. And we're we're like, well, I I don't want to do that. Amen. Earlier we were singing a song that says, I can move the mountains. You're like, that's impossible. You can move the mountains. I mean, I know we can move it with the bulldozer and some dynamite and things like that. Amen. But God says, no, I'm going to move it differently. Because the, the mountains in your life are your thoughts and your emotions. They're your past experiences. Amen. They're the things and there's those giants. Amen. That are in your life that stop you and prevent you from never taking the correct course or the right direction that God has given you. Amen. Because, again, they stir up past experiences. And we say, I don't think it'll be different. I don't think it'll be different this time, God. And God says, just give me a shot. Give me a try. Stay the course. Let me handle it. Amen. So trusting God. Trusting God. When we don't know how it'll happen and when it'll happen is what makes certain things in our life seem impossible. Amen. I mean, it makes them seem so impossible to reach. 
Because like I mentioned to you, we, we got to have information, right? We're, we're informational beings, amen? God, you got to show me how. And you got to show me when. You got to tell me when. You got to tell me when we're going to church. You got to tell me when something good, good's going to happen in my life. And you got to tell me, you got to tell me exactly how it's going to happen. Because if I don't know the hows and the wins, Lord, I don't know that I could do it. I don't know that I'm going to do it. Amen. Amen. Because that's just who we are, right? That's how we, that's how we process information. We process it that way. So it's so difficult when God tells us, just go do it. Just go take that step. Go take that leap of faith. Amen. Amen. Go, go, go do what I'm asking you to do. Don't worry about how and when, right? And sometimes we're like, well, if you're not going to tell me, then I'm not going to do it. Amen. We start, to we start to tell God, nope, you better tell me when, you better tell me how, or it ain't going to happen. I ain't, I ain't moving. I'm not going anywhere. Amen. Amen. And God says, no, don't worry about when and don't worry about how. Amen. We always want to know the how and when to be answered before we move or make a commitment. The different and unknown or impossible seems unattainable when you don't, when you and I don't understand the process. So let's talk about the when, amen, the when in our life. When's it going to happen? When should I go? When should I do it? When are you going to answer my prayer? When are you going to move on my behalf, Lord? Let's talk about it a little bit. Let's talk about it. When will this happen or take place? God's timing. Trusting God's timing. As if God really needs to consult you or I. Amen? Does he really need to consult you or, not, or you and I when he's going to do something? I mean, I don't know about you, but when he blesses my wife, I'm like, God, you didn't ask me. Why'd you bless my wife and not me? Amen? Amen? Oh, oh, when are you going to bless me? Amen? He doesn't have to consult us. He never did. God didn't consult us before he came to earth. Amen? We just read about it. He didn't consult us. He didn't ask. Amen. God just does it because he does it differently. Amen. We want to know when and we want to know how. But God does things different. Amen. And he doesn't need to consult us. All we need to know is he's God. Amen. So let's talk about some instances in the Bible that have the same principle that we're talking about today. Right. The when. Amen. Let's talk about Noah. Amen. Noah was told how to build the ark and what he was going to put in the ark. But he wasn't told when the flood was coming. Right. Amen. He just was told, this is how you're going to do it. Amen. You're going to get, you're going to get all this gopher wood. Amen. You're going to do all these things. You're going to grab two kinds of every animal. You're going to grab just your family and your wife's husbands, and you're going to put them in the ark. Amen. He never told Noah when he was going to bring the flood. Noah knew that all he had to do was listen. God told me how, and God told me what. He didn't tell me when. But could you imagine if Noah waited till he did something because he wanted to know when, if he didn't do what he did? Amen. Could you imagine if he just didn't listen to God? And he said, well, God, you're not going to tell me when, so I'm going to kick back for a little bit and kick my feet up, relax. I'm not going to worry about it right now. I'm going to let the earth continue to do what it's doing, and I'm not going to worry about it. And all of a sudden, God brings the flood, and he wasn't prepared. The Bible would be different, amen? But thank God we have some um, examples in the Bible, right? of not worrying about when, but knowing that God told us how and God told us what to do. Amen? Because a lot of times God will sometimes, he'll, he'll tell you either how to do it and he'll tell you, he'll tell you um, what to do. Amen? But he doesn't like to tell us how it's going to happen sometimes and he doesn't like to tell us when it's going to happen or what to do. So sometimes we're like, wait, I'm confused. Lord, you confuse me. Like, why can't you tell me that? Because I'm sorry, but I'm not the brightest 
uh, crayon in the box. And sometimes I need all those directions in order to get this done. Because sometimes I struggle and I trip myself. And, and I'm like, if I, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I start getting into my thoughts. I start getting into my emotions. And I start wondering, is this what he wants me to do? Is that not? God, can you speak to me in an audible voice, please? Just tell me directly what you want to do. And he says, just, just, just do what you know. Do what I've already showed you. I've, I've had people teach you. I've had people speak to you. I've had wisdom spoken to you through somebody. He said, just do what I've already showed you and told you to do. Amen. Let's talk about Abraham. Abraham, amen. Abraham didn't know how God was going to provide for him. But he, he, he had to leave, right? He had to leave his place where he was, uh, the, the city of Ur, amen, to go to the promised land. Amen. The land of Canaan. He had to travel. All he, know, all he knew that God told him where to go. He didn't know how God was going to provide. Amen. He, he didn't know that. He, he knew that he had to leave Ur so that his provider could take care of him. Amen. Amen. He had to know. All he knew was, this is all. I don't know. I don't know what's way over there. But let's pack it up, family. Let's start walking. Amen. Look, thank God we got vehicles today. Amen. Thank God there's a plane ticket we can buy to get across the earth. Amen. Because he didn't have them. He packed it up and went. Because God told him, you're going there. Don't worry about what's over there. Don't worry about how you're going to get there, how, how things are going to happen, and how I'm going to provide for you. Just go. Just go. And then later in the Bible, we learn that Abraham, amen, and here, here, here's a little bit of when we need to wait for God, amen, and not take things into our own hands if we know that it wasn't God's promise, amen. And what I mean by that is Abraham was told, amen, that your, your wife will have a baby, right? Your wife, your wife Sarah, will have a baby, and Abraham got a little impatient, amen, and so did his wife because she was in her latter years, amen, and she, wasn't, she didn't have a baby yet. She didn't conceive. So they took it into their own hands and her helpmate, amen. They had a baby together, amen, and we know, we know what transpires. And Abraham was like, the Lord's like, you know, you didn't wait. I asked you to wait. I didn't tell you when, but you got impatient. And we could do the same thing sometimes, amen. Sometimes we can act on, our, on, on what we think, or what we know, our experiences, and how we should do it, and how we should operate on it, because God didn't do it in time, because it's all about trusting God's timing, all trusting when God will do it, and we get impatient, amen, but thank God, amen, that you are blessed, amen, and that you are highly favored, just like Abraham and Sarah were, and we know that Isaac, was, Isaac came from both of them, amen, we know that later in the years, Isaac came, and then it was later granted that Abraham was considered righteous because of his faith, amen, because he did what God asked him to do by taking Isaac up to the mountaintop, amen. And we know that he was, he was asked to give his son as an offering, amen, and we know that God provides, God provided a way out of it, amen. He provided the ram in the thicket, amen. And I'm giving you examples of when things happen or how things happen or what happens. So we understand that a lot of our patriarchs and a lot of examples in the Bible are just like you and I. Yes, amen. They were highly favored. They were blessed and so are you. Yes, Don't let the enemy tell you otherwise. Don't let that family member tell you you're crazy or you don't know what you're talking about. Amen. And that is one of those things that we got to remember. Amen. Is that. 
Just like Eve when she was approached by the snake, amen, which we know as Satan, amen, the serpent. And it was beneath her, amen. But she listened to something that was beneath her, amen. And God says you need to bruise those things with your heel that are beneath you, amen. Because you are blessed, amen. And you are highly favored, amen. But it's the, it's the other things that people place in our mind, and it's what the enemy places in our mind that begins to work and stir up past experiences, and our emotions and our thoughts start to drift off from what the true purpose of what God has directed you to go toward. Amen. Amen. So there's some other instances that I could talk about and could share with you about the winds in, our, in the Bible. Amen. The wind, somebody uh, wanted, to, wanted to do something, but God just didn't answer. Amen. But... You know, and, and I want to move into the how. The how, amen. How will this happen? And how will I do it? How does it work? Amen. We read in today's scripture that in the sixth month, amen, the angel Gabriel approaches Mary. And he tells her, Mary, you're going to birth a son, and his name will be Jesus. Amen. He gives her a time. He, he comes in a time frame, and you know it is the sixth month. Amen. And he tells her, you know, you're going to birth the son of Jesus, and all of us know it is the Savior. Amen. We know Jesus is the Savior. And he tells her, you know, well, actually, I should say, she tells him, how could this be when I have yet not know a man, right? I think you guys could put together what that means. Amen. Amen. She know not a man yet. She's like, how? How could this happen? And I think if you go into the uh, theological side and you begin to study this, you'll find out that she was very young. Amen. And she's like, I I don't know how this is going to happen. And then she mentions the salutation of this angel, the way that he greeted her and the words that he chose to speak to her began to set fear in her, right? It says the thoughts. Her thoughts. But let's, let's, let's recap that real quick. Because it says, and when she saw him in verse 29, chapter 1, she was troubled at his saying. That's right. How many of us get troubled when we hear something that we feel is impossible or that can't happen? Yeah. Or maybe that can happen, but we don't want to be the one in the recipient. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amen. And, and, and it says, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And, this, and, the, and it, just like I mentioned, what salutation means, it's like a greeting. It's form of words, right? It's the way that he was spoken toward her. And the angel said unto her, fear not. The angel could sense there was fear in her. He says, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Amen. And then if we jump down, it says, he shall be great and should be called the son of the highest. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How? How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. She couldn't fathom or concept or understand what God was doing. Amen. And sometimes we are the same way. Amen. How God I don't understand. The impossible, amen, is difficult for me to understand. It's difficult for me to see how this is going to happen. Amen. But if you go further down into the Bible, 
a few more chapters after the one we ended at, you'll see that the angel of the Lord says, by God, all things are possible. The impossible is made possible. Amen. The impossible is made possible. So it's not a matter of when or how. It's a matter of who. Amen. That is the key to everything in our life. It's a matter of who it is. It's a matter of who is doing it. And it's a matter of who is behind it all, amen? And that is your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, yeah. amen? See, we are so caught up in when, Lord, how, Lord, and we forget that we are blessed, Bible says it, that we are favored, Bible says it, but we're like, it's impossible, Lord. I can't figure it out. I don't understand it. And God says, quit trying to understand me. It's who I am, amen? It's not when, it's not no how, it's who I am, amen? But we're so caught up with the how and the when and the what, and we forget that it's who he is. He is the Almighty. Amen. He is your Savior. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. And we forget that. Do we not? Anytime something comes into our life, amen, like I mentioned earlier, resistance comes into our life, we forget who we serve. We forget who's at the helm of our ship. Amen. Or maybe you don't think he is anymore. Maybe you forgot that. I don't know. But I came to here, here this, morning, this morning to declare to you guys that it's who. It is who is over your life. So who is over your life? Who is over your life this morning? Is it you yourself? The thoughts? The emotions? Amen? Is it the people you like to listen to in the crowds? Amen? Is it the enemy that's pumping all this garbage into your mind? That's pumping all this fear into you? And, that, and it has you forgetting that God has called you. God has you here today to hear this message. God has you here to reaffirm to you, I got this. I got this. What you think is impossible and you think we can't move those mountains? Oh, my God. He's like, do you know who I am? Right. Have you forgotten what I've done for you? Amen. Yeah. And some of you are like, what has God done for me? Oh, my God, he's done. You're here today. Yeah. Amen. You're saved and you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of yours and my sins. Amen. He's given you a path to heaven. Amen. Why, why do we get so discouraged? Because it's our past experiences. It's the things that happened to us before we met the Lord. And if you still are feeling discouraged today after you've met the Lord, then I ask you, who is in charge of your life? Who are you serving? Are you serving yourself? Are you serving your emotion? Are you serving yourself thoughts that are not his thoughts? Are you worried about your ways that are not his ways? Amen? Who are you serving? Because if it's Jesus Christ, then the rest is history, baby. We're going to heaven, amen? Amen? Give the Lord a hand praise. See, we don't need to worry, worry and overthink when, when or how it'll happen. It'll happen. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. All I can say is I'm here today. Ten years ago, I didn't think I'd be here today. Ten years ago, I didn't think I'd be walking the earth. Amen. I thought I was ready to take my own life or take somebody else's life. I was wrapped up in dope and everything else you could think of in the world. But today, I stand right here behind this pulpit. To attest what God can do in your life. 
And I know God has done many things in all of your lives because I know a lot of you. And that's the type of word and that's the type of encouragement God is trying to speak to us today. And for us to share, like Pastor said, and last week when he said, it's our testimony. What happened? I share my testimony on a daily. And it ain't by choice. I can tell you right now, I don't go out there saying, you want to know what the Lord did for me? You want to know what the Lord did for me? I can tell you right now, you know what God does for me? Because I don't know how, when, or what he's going to do. But usually he brings somebody into my life. And somebody starts sharing what they're going through in their life with me. And I'm like, Lord, you want me to counsel right now, don't you? I'm like, oh, great. Let's sit down. Let's talk. But that's okay. Because you know what? I get to share with them how God can bring them out of something. And, I, and, 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 and we all do. We all do. We all have something to share with somebody. Right? Because they're going through their thoughts. They're going through their emotions. They're broken. They're discouraged. They have no hope. But we do. Amen? We do. I know these chairs are empty, but I have hope that they'll be filled someday. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But you know what the problem is for most of it? It's very, very simple. It's that there's no more commitment. Right. Amen. There's no more commitment to the Lord. Everybody's like, well, I don't like this person. I don't like that person. I don't like this. I don't like that. God said, who do you serve? Right. Who do you serve? Do you serve the Almighty or do you serve all these people and yourself? Can we get out of our own way? Can we start serving God we're supposed to? With a loving heart, with joy. Amen. Amen. Two weeks ago, I got to teach the children, and I got to speak to them on how Jesus and their mothers are very alike. Amen. In so many ways. And I asked the kids, share with me. Share with me how your moms are just like Jesus. Well, she loves me. She takes care of me. She consoles me. She, she hugs me. She takes me to the store. I'm like, well, there you go. I think that's pretty simple, but yeah. That's basically it, right? Am I wrong? Does Jesus do that for you? He takes me to the store. He gives me a, he gives me a paycheck. I get to put food in my fridge. I get wheels under my feet. I don't got to walk. Amen. I ain't got to walk no more. I think, see, we want these big old grand and amazing things. And although, although Mary birthed the Savior, amen, amen, that was, that was the biggest thing, yes. And, and, and we should want big and great things. But don't forget the easy, simple things that God takes care of for you. You don't even got to worry about them anymore. All you got to do is get up and walk out your door and say, Lord, it's going to be a blessed day. I'm going to go to my work. Let me go work 8, 10, 12 to 16 hours, whatever. I don't know how many hours you work. But all I got to do is go do that. God's going to take care of the rest. All I got to do is step foot in his house. I'm going to be healed. All I got to do is step foot, step foot in, in my ministry or whatever he's called me to do. And people are going to be saved. Amen. People are going to be saved. Amen. Because God does things differently. Amen. God does things differently. But we're so accustomed to our past and the things we've been through that we can't shake it off. No, we can't shake it off. We're always like, oh, oh, Lord, I thought it was going to be different serving you, Jesus. He said, it is. It is. You're in my house, aren't you? Amen. You got the things you need. Amen. And you might not have everything you think you need, but don't worry, they're coming. Because in the sixth month, that's next month, I declare it right now that somebody's going to have a blessing. Amen. Somebody's going to see some favor in their life. Amen. In the sixth month, Mary birthed Jesus. Amen. You're going to birth a blessing. Amen. But you got to believe it and you got to walk it despite who's discouraging you, right? Despite the difficulties. Amen. Despite the difficulties, you got to continue to sow the seed. Amen? I mentioned to you guys earlier that we're called to sow. Amen? We're called to plant the seed. Amen? We're not called to grow it. God grows it. 
He's the Lord of the harvest. He plucks it, says, here you go. Here's the harvest. Thank you for sowing the seed. You know what I mean? You get, get the concept. You get the principle. Amen. Just, we just got to go. It's not a matter of when. It's not a matter of how. It's a matter of who. Amen. So can we praise him like we know who he is? Can we praise him this morning like we know who he is? Who is he in your life? Amen. Who is he in your life? Is he your God? Is he your Lord? Is he your master? Is he your savior? Amen. Or is he just a baby that was born in a manger? Because that's how some people see it. No, I'm not done yet. That's just how some people see it. Oh, he was just a baby born of a virgin. I don't even know how that happened, but I still don't believe it. And there's history on it, and there's books on it, and there's plenty of uh, documentation that say it was real. But I don't believe it. But besides, why would God? How again, right? Here goes our thoughts. Why would God be born of a virgin and then be born in a manger? And why would he go through all that and then be carried to the slaughter like a sheep with the shears and all. Why would he be lashed? Why would he do all that for you and I? Why? Because he's different. See, what we want is we want superhero. Amen? We want superhero. We want somebody to come in and beep, 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 lasers, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to make silly jokes because that's how silly we could be sometimes. Amen? Amen? Why? We want, we want fancy stuff. We want, oh, man, the, 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 I'm made in his image. But he's going to come and be born of a virgin in a manger, wait 33 years, and then he's going to go to the slaughter, right? He's going to be crucified, amen, because God does things different, amen? He does things different. See, we would probably want him, hey, God, can you real quick, can you just, can you just come over here and just glow over everybody, say, I told you I'm real, and scare everybody, so everybody go, oh, oh, I better change my life. No, God does things differently. He does things different. Sometimes we got to appreciate the different in our life. And right now, like Pastor said, you're separated, right? We were separated from the world, and now we are peculiar people. We are different. Yes, you might not appear different in every aspect of your life or your appearance, but you are different. Yeah. Amen? You are different. What some people will say, Sister June, you're lucky. You say, no, I'm blessed, and I'm highly favored. Hallelujah. Amen? I'm blessed, and I'm highly favored. Some people say, oh, that's just how the cards fall sometimes. Say, I don't know. That was before I knew Jesus. But now that I know Jesus, it don't matter how the cards fall. It don't matter what's, what's dealt my way. It doesn't matter. And hard times are going to come. You guys know this. I've, I've broken down in tears up here in front of all of you. I have no shame. I don't. It is what it is. I know where God brought me from. I know what he's done for the people I love. Amen. I don't care. And, and, and the devil and everybody and everybody's going to keep filling me with junk and trying to fill me with junk. But I'm like, man, you have no idea. That's right. I've been filled with that for so many years, man. It did nothing for me. All I do is listen to my Lord. That's, right. That's the only one I listen to. And yes, he does things different. And because you don't know him, you can't see what he's doing. But I encourage you to get in line with the will of God. And you'll start to see the miracles You'll start to see the mountains move, amen. You'll start to see the Red Sea open, amen, amen. You'll see a man like Moses, amen, who couldn't speak, lead the people away from Pharaoh, amen, amen. You'll start to see the things that we see, amen. We'll see that David, a child, can slay a giant, amen, with a stone, amen. You're going to start to see that, that the Lord, he went to the slaughter for us. And people say, well, that was the end. That was, no, it wasn't. That was the beginning. That's right. 
because he is the first of many brethren. Amen. What we think is a death, it was a planting of the seed. Amen. Amen. And then he, ra- he, he, ro- he rose himself from the grave. Amen. Out of the tomb. Amen. And that is the growth. Amen. Then he ascends to heaven. Amen. And that is the miracle. Every, each and every one of you is a miracle. But God does things so differently, and we can't see it sometimes, and we want to understand it, and we want to know how, and we want to know when. And God says, don't worry about it because it's who. It's who I am, and it's what I'm going to do in your life. Don't worry about how I'm going to do it. Don't worry about when I'm going to do it. It's going to be done. Amen? And sometimes we're like, I don't want different. Lord, I don't want different. I want the same. I want the same thing in my life because same for me is comfortable and it doesn't stir up emotions. It doesn't stir up thoughts that, that have me reflect on my past. I don't know that I want different. So we stay stuck and we don't move and we don't take the steps that God has called us to do. And some of them are very simple. Some of them is just turning the page to the next chapter and seeing that there's something good on the other side of that struggle. Amen. Amen. This week, uh, yes, Friday, I moved my wife. Uh, moved to my wife, I should say. We moved my wife's classroom. <laughs> I didn't move her out of my house. <laughs> I moved my, we, we moved my wife's classroom to another school. Okay? I'm going to speak on this, honey. Sorry. I'm going to use you as an example. 15 years, I think. 17 or 15? 17 years she's been at the same school. I don't know about you, but if I've been somewhere for 17 years, you're probably going to stay. I'll just retire here. It's okay. Right? I got tenure. I got seniority. I'm going to stay here. I'm comfortable. I know where I'm going. I can probably get here with my eyes closed. Amen. I know the families. I know some of the teachers that are still there, some of the leadership that are still there. You know, it's, it's comfortable. It's what we know. We're habitual beings, I mentioned. Right? It's what we know. Well, after 17 years, she's gone through enough. She's gone through enough difficulties. She finally decided to make the change. Amen. And you, I can tell you right now, my wife has been tossing this around for probably four or five years. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I just quit hearing it. I don't want to hear it no more. Either you do it or you don't, right? I mean, I mean, I know it's in your timing, and we all know, brothers, that when timing is different from our wives, right? 30 minutes is two hours, and 30 minutes to us is 30 minutes. So we know. So I'm like, maybe this is one of those scenarios where well, what I would say is move next year. She's saying it's in five years. It finally came to pass, right? My wife decided to make the change, and it's different. I know she was nervous um, because I, I live with her, right? I didn't move her out. Um, but yeah, we're, we're talk, we talk about this all the time, right? Because I want what's best for my wife. I want my wife to be happy at her place of employment. We all know that sometimes work is work, and it could be a drag, and we can be like, ah, oh, got to go to work again, but it's still a blessing, and we can choose where we want to work. That's the honest to God truth. Just talking to pastor today about it. Right? I have four positions that are open. I'm on Indeed and ZipRecruiter. I've had 10 applicants and only two showed up. And out of the eight, nobody called me back and said they were going to make it. But that's how many job openings there are right now. But nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. But I, I'm kind of diversing. Or di- <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let me get back. Digressing. Anyway, my wife had made the change. I went to help her Friday move. We went to her, class, her old school. I'm loading up all her stuff into my Jeep. And uh, nobody comes over there, by the way, and helps. I'm like, oh, not that I needed it, but I'm just like, well, you know, no, hey, see you later, sister, or no, they call her teacher, Iris, maestra, whatever they call her over there, Miss Gonzalez, 
And they're like, yeah, nobody bothered. I didn't see nobody come over. I was there for probably an hour, maybe loading up your stuff. And we're, we, then we drive over to the new place, the place that she was afraid to go to. Total different experience. And I told her, blessing, favor. We get there. The principal comes running out. Oh, hey, 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 come over here. Follow me over here. He, he runs literally all the way around the building. And we're following him in our cars. Just right over here. Just right over here. Opens the door. And he's like, all right. He's like, so what are we taking off? I'm like, uh, this, but I can get it. He goes, no, no. He starts getting it down. He's unloading it with me. And then she's over there talking to her new team, and they're talking about classrooms. And we should put you here. He should put you there. And like, no, we're going to put you here because this makes more sense. Everything just was different. It was different. And I'm, I'm unloading things with, with her new principal, her new boss. And two of the team members come over and help me unload. I'm like, see, honey, sometimes different is good. Amen. And sometimes you and I have to understand that different is good. It's okay. We can be a little different. CRC is a little different. It's okay because we're going to do big things. Amen. And I have faith in that. I know God is going to deliver the blessing and the favor that pastor has been praying about. And I know, pastor, it's not happening the way you want it to happen. But God says, just wait because you know who I am, he said. Amen. Don't worry about how and when. You know who I am, he said. He told me to tell you that, by the way, this morning. He said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He said, I got this. Just keep doing what you do. Just keep sowing the seed. Amen. And sometimes sowing the seed gets difficult because we throw seed. If anybody's garden or threw seed, sometimes you throw it and it hits you in your face. It's a wind, right? You're like, oh, I didn't see the wind coming because we can't see the wind. Amen. Can't see the wind. And sometimes when we're throwing that seed and we're going to plant it, it comes, it comes back and hits you in your face. And we didn't know that there was wind. We didn't know this and that. We don't know our situation. And things become difficult. And, we're, and God's like, just keep sowing. Just keep sowing. Just keep sowing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just sow. Just sow. Just sow because one day you will reap. One day you will reap what you sow. That's what that Bible scripture says. I know a lot of times pastors or ministers or somebody behind the pulpit will pump that fear into your life. But I just tell you, keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing, because someday you're going to reap. Amen. We don't know when. Amen. We don't know how. Amen. But we keep sowing because we know who. Amen. Is going to reap the harvest. We know that he is the Lord of the harvest. Amen. I think that was our slogan a year ago, right? The Lord of the harvest. Amen. And because it's not our slogan this year, because maybe we didn't see the benefits of the sowing, it's not done. It's not done. I declare that today. Amen. I don't see every chair filled, but I see chairs filled with people who love Jesus today. I I see it. I see it. And I know that there's some here that want to be here. And I I know they're not here, but it's okay because it happens, right? We have lives outside of this church amen outside of these four walls but we don't stop sowing when we're outside we don't stop living a life after christ amen 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 so it's not a matter of when or how church it's a matter of who remember who it is that's called you to be in these chairs today remember who it is that has saved you who it is that went to that cross for you and i remember who it is that splits the Red Sea, who it is that moves that mountain, amen, who it is that flooded the earth, amen, who it is, it's Jesus Christ. We got to get out of our way sometimes and remember, I serve the Lord despite all my difficulties, and I'm going to give you guys a little acronym for you, amen, different, write it down if you want, the word different, 
different. He turns our difficulties into his divinity. He changes our iniquities into his impeccability. And I encourage you, if you don't know what these words mean, to go and look them up. He turns your fears to his solid, his solid foundation. Your frustrations to his freedoms. Your emptiness that you feel today, your emptiness, he brings you to his elevation with him. Amen. Right where he is. Right beside him. Your rejections, he turns to his radiance. Where his radiant love and light is all over it. Your emotions to his edifications. Your needs are met by his provisions and his necessities. And all but more, your troubles to his triumph. Amen. What does all that spell? Different. God is different. He does things different, and it's okay. I'm okay with it. Lord, you don't have to consult me. You don't have to ask me if I'm going to like it. You don't have to tell me how, when, or what you're going to do. You just tell me. Speak to me in my thoughts today, Lord. And I encourage every one of you, Lord, speak to me. Speak to me in my thoughts. Give me good thoughts because your thoughts are not mine. Your ways are not mine. Amen. Amen. They're higher than high, Lord, and I love it, Lord, and you speak to me, Lord. I hope I'm ministering to somebody right now. Lord, we just look toward you, Lord God. We look toward the hill where my help comes from, and that is you, Jesus. Let me no longer look, Father God, left or right, behind me or in front of me, Lord, but let me look up to you, Jesus, because you, Lord God, will provide You are all things to me, Jesus. And today, Lord God, I ask that you are all things to each and every vessel that is here today and that is listening, Lord God, and that will listen to this message, Lord. And we encourage, Lord, for you to do something, Lord, in our lives that is different. Because if it's from you, it's good. Amen. Amen. You know, we we heard, um, it was a song, and I don't know why I wrote this. I don't know why I took this scripture down. I really didn't. I was like, I don't know what it, it kind of just was encouraging for, I hope you as, you as it was for me. And then the girl, the, the sister sang a song. It was, um, nothing can tear us away. What's that, how's that verse go? Nothing can tear me away from your love. Nothing can tear you away from the love of Christ. Romans 8, 37 says this, 39 says, nay, in all these things, all these things that happen, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I don't know why he gave me that. But when you sang it, sisters, when it was on the, I don't even know what you guys sing sometimes. I was like, God confirmed it. That's what you were trying to tell me, Lord. God confirms. It might not be how, it might not be when or what we want it, but God will confirm that you are blessed and you are highly favored. Just hang on to that different because it's okay. Amen? Amen. God bless you, church.